Well, this is probably my fourth time trying to record this episode because everything just goes off the rails. Uh, I didn't write down any talking points, so my brain's like, hey, squirrel, hey, airplane, hey, uh, fish and chips. Um, hey, uh, we're going to think about that today's pie day because it's 314, so 3.14, and you should eat more pizza and probably a pie even though you're supposed to be on a diet. And uh, don't let the wife find out, but the wife kind of knows because she listens to the show. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, tomorrow's gonna be tomorrow's gonna be a weird day. Friday's gonna be a weird day. Um, because one, one, uh, this is like the second. It's the second. You can't see me holding my fingers up because my camera's not on. But this is the second day, or set not second day, the second day of the same episode. Um, here, you ready? Here we go. Even though I don't have a radio voice. Uh, here on Nerdlert, the second day of the same episode. Like, no, it's not the second day of the same dang episode. It's the second episode of the week. <laughs> like, I am completely off the rails. I am. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. There, like, something's wrong. Something's miswired somewhere in my helmet. I, I swear. Of like, either my helmet fell off and I ate all the crayons, and just today's not the day, or something. Some something's not like wired quite right in my dome. But tomorrow's going to be a weird day because we're going to go, the wife and I are going to go early and uh, try and avoid a lot of the crowds, which will probably still be crowds there. Um, because I have like crazy, crazy bad social anxiety. <laughs> like I get panicked and when there's a large crowd, like I don't like going to the movies because there's a lot of people and I'm just like, ah, I don't, it kind of just detracts from my cinema experience, my cinematic my cinematic experience, like, oh, your cinematic experience has started. I was like, there's too many people, like someone will be on their phone and I'm paying attention to why, why there's a bright light out of the corner of my eye instead of the movie and I miss, I just, and it irritates me. It just irritates every fiber of my soul of like when that happens, like I chew her butt out to keep it PG-13 here. I chew her butt out when, when she tries it. I'm like, put, I'm just like, put your phone away or you're getting freaking just Charlie horse straight in the arm. Um, and then I get Charlie horse straight in the arm because she hits like a dude. <laughs> like, ah, spousal abuse, spousal abuse. But we're going to go tomorrow morning and probably catch a first showing of Captain Marvel because I haven't seen it yet. And... I really have no idea who Captain Marvel is, even though I'm a diehard Marvel fan. Like, I, I watch DC stuff, too. Like, I like DC stuff. I like Batman, Superman. Um, Aquaman was a really good movie. I'm um, looking forward to Shazam. Like, I'm not going for, like, oh, my God, it was, it was freaking amazing. It was, like, Wonder Woman level or Aquaman level. I'm just looking to have a good time with that film. It's like, hey, it was fun. Like, I, that's why I want to go see Shazam. It just looks like a fun movie of, like, here's a superhero that's in a teenager's body and he's supposed to be as strong as Superman and like how would that how would that play out right like how that it just looks fun so definitely gonna go see that in April but I want to go and she wants to go too like I'm not forcing her to do any of this um Marvel has kind of a significant importance to the both of us um both as a couple as a try that again uh both as a couple and me as an individual um like 
Marvel helped send me on the whole path of being a nerd and a dork and a geek and reading, specifically reading X-Men comics. That was the first thing I actually read. Um, in third grade, I actually learned how to read. Um, I battled dyslexia. I uh, battle social anxiety. I battle depression. Like I am a train wreck, dumpster fire of an indiv- individual. Like uh, speech impediment, lisp, um, dyslexia. <laughs> like uh, the list goes on. Uh, there was a little while there. I actually went to physical therapy so I could learn how to walk better because I had problems walking. And like I was screwed up. I was I was a preemie. I was. Um, about, about maybe a little over a month early. Um, and yeah, like the whole me being hatched up until when I was hatched, um, because you know, we're, we're like dinosaurs. We just, we get hatched out of eggs. Um, that's how I just know it. That's how I explain it. (laughs) It's not really how it works, but, um, like you do not want to be front and center for that for that event like oh I do not recommend it um but it's one of those um one of those things of like when the whole egg I was getting hatched out of the egg of um things were not done correctly of that it wasn't like doctor's fault it was more of like prenatal stuff wasn't done right like things were put in that probably shouldn't have been put into the body and then I got it and uh yeah it it caused some problems but it's one of those like oh well you know deal with it there's no oh my parents fault like no dude I'm I'm 34 freaking years old like if it if something's screwed up it's my fault (laughs) like you know it's just the way I, I I've been it's just the way I know life and oh yeah stutter by the way like I'm sure you guys picked that up in some episodes of uh, 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 it's just gonna it's gonna be a like a whole lot of f like <laughs> it's just gonna be a whole lot of f in this episode or you know I make fun of myself all the time because if I don't get first crack at it someone's going to and I might as well be the first guy that, that gets crack at it um but there is that that's why you see like me like I'll screw up and I'll leave it in there and I'll just point it out make fun of it like go ahead you know someone will like someone will be that that butthole that dickhead Oh, there's pizza. Oh, it does not taste good the second time around. <laughs> Zero out of five stars. Would highly not recommend. <laughs> like, Little Caesars Pizza and Mountain Dew the second time around. No bueno. Wow, just call me Sparrow because, uh, yeah, I'm going to feed some baby birds. <laughs> like, holy crap. That was almost bad. That was like, I almost didn't contain that. That would have been so bad. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those things that I know I have all these problems and all these issues. And if I don't make fun of myself, then someone's going to get crack at it and I'm going to be like, hurt I, I don't know it's kind of like a way of like protecting myself in a way I I guess it's such something I've always done because I used to get bullied for it all the time and I'm just like you know what screw it I might as well make fun of myself for you know being the way I am then let someone else do it and be like oh ha, 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 ha. you know I might as well get the laughs at it and that's why that's why I laugh so much it's why you know I try to make people 
people feel good, right? Make people laugh. And maybe you laugh listening to an episode or another podcast episode I have out. Um, and that makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to make others have a little bit of enjoyment because when you're laughing, you can't be completely sad. You can't be completely angry. Like you might be pissed off at the world, but if you laugh, yeah, you're not really all the way there. You're like 99.9% now is 700% or, you know, Oh my God, worst day ever. And you know, Oh, you know, uh, 10 out of 10 pain, stub my toe. Uh, and you make someone laugh. Hey, now you got like a 9.8% out of, you know, 9.8 out of 10 pain. Like, ha 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 sucker. Step it up. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's the way I am though. It's the way I've been from a very young age. It's the way I've learned to deal with it, of the deal with bullying and all of this of, you know, Oh, Hey, you know, all right. Three o'clock. Like, I know I'm going to get beat up. I'm like, here we go. Um, all the way through high school, like all the way through high school. And then I found weightlifting class and I really started packing on muscle and the bullies quickly realized like, um, maybe we shouldn't mess with the ginger snap over there. Um, because he's going to kill us like straight out. He's going to snap us in half. Um, I was putting, I was lift, getting a lift after school with the football team because the football team was like, Oh my God, you can put up so much weight. Like, this is amazing. I was spotting for him and all this stuff. And I'm like, these are the same guys that were bullying me there. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should friend this guy because <laughs> we're, we're kind of worried. Um, it was it was crazy. Like, it was, it was a crazy time. But, um, yeah, so Marvel, like, I had to stop and think about what I was talking about, like, segue back into it. <laughs> that happens a lot, too. A lot of squirrel moments. Uh, but Marvel, for me, was... Um, significant in a in a very different way than it was for oh no computer wake up uh, wake up computer uh was very influential on me because of x-men like the x-men comic was the first comic book i ever ever read um it was a very big part of my origin story and it was the first thing i could read that the words didn't move all around that the words weren't backwards or they weren't they weren't all crazy and, like, I read it normal, front to back, and I could, and, like, I remembered everything I, I read, and I was telling my mom the story of, of the X-Men. Um, because the neighbor kid across the street, we, we lived in a trailer park, by the way, like, completely stereotyped there. Um, like, white kid, red hair, had stepdad, lived in a trailer park, reads comic books, plays video games, um, yeah, like, total stereotype there like I am poster child of redheaded stepchild um so the kid across the street had a ton of comics like always was getting comics and a huge comic book nerd like Spawn I remember Spawn all this stuff right which Spawn really isn't Marvel but um I remember like all these comic books and I would go over there and I'd read them and I'd come back and I'd tell my mom the story of the X-Men like I started learning the story of like you know they become a teenager and when puberty start to hit before I knew what puberty was uh, I was like you know six or seven um during this time so I had no idea what what that was yet and um they start developing their powers of like normally you'd start developing in puberty they start developing their powers and that was kind of like the way around round things in the comic code, I guess. Um, but 
I was telling her story. She's like, where are you, where are you learning this from? Like, this is so creative. Like, where are you learning this from? And I was like, oh, the, this comic book. And she goes, well, who read it to you? I go, I read it. See? I'm like, da 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 And she's like, hang on. And went and bought a Spider-Man comic. And it was sealed up. It was a new issue. And she put it in front of me. She goes, all right. Opens it up. And she goes, read it to me. And I read it front to back, no problem. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, you can read. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I can read. And um, because of Stanley's creations, X-Men, Spider-Man, Thor, Hulk, Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, um, Punisher. Oh, my God, am I a huge Punisher fan. Uh, Netflix really effed up, by the way. Like, really effed up by canceling Daredevil and, all like, all of them. All right, Iron Fist. Iron Fist could have went because Iron Fist was a little weak. But I'm like, man... Netflix, you really effed yourself. Like, literally canceled my subscription because there's no Marvel stuff on there anymore. Um, but because of Stanley's creations, uh, it allowed me and afforded me the opportunity to battle through my dyslexia and work through it and learn how to quote unquote be normal, be a normal quote you know quote unquote normal kid, um, and all of that and. Um, so Marvel has a significant meaning to me because of that, because it sent me on the path of working through a lot of my, a lot of my issues and, um, open Pandora's box of just being a nerd of being a fan of, um, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit of waterworks going right here. Uh, just, just saying this, but I uh, just telling the story of like part of my origin story, right? Because every every comic book has an origin story, and um, you know, so so that because of his creations, it it allowed me to push on and uh, turn me into a nerd and turn me turn me on to Star Trek and Star Wars. Because I was like, oh, what's this? What's this? You know, what's you know what what's this? Even though he had nothing to do with those, um, I'm like, oh, you know, turn the TV on. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And it it started as the original. Star Trek, right? It's reruns, but um, it's like night early nineties, um, and it, this and the Next Generation and all of this, which I'm going to Motor City Comic Con and um, oh crap, William Riker, which isn't his name. It's uh, like Jonathan. I can't freak I can't think of his name um Jonathan something but his character was William Riker and he was like the first officer and he's gonna be there and I was like you know getting to meet him is gonna be amazing because next generation I remember watching like every episode of next generation when it came out as a kid like I I stayed up late to watch it and it was something that my mom and I would do together in all of this and like I would be so tired the next day for school but I was like you know this and that and uh, it really really sent me on my path to to where I'm at today to here of like I'm a huge I'm a huge nerd I'm a huge fan of like Star Wars and Star Trek I like both of them like I can like both of them it is possible to like both of them there's people out there you can't be a fan of one and and the you can't be a fan of both you gotta pick one or the other and I'm like no I don't like where is it wrote it's not wrote anywhere it's not set in stone anywhere 
I'm like, you know, get on, get off that freaking glitter pony you're on and um, be a fan of both or don't be a fan of both. You know, you can be a fan of one and not the other. It, it's totally cool of like, you know, all this. But um, as far as Marvel for the both the wife and I, it was our second date was to go see the Wolverine, which is a Marvel property. And, um, that was when I told the wife that I was a geek. I was a nerd. I was a dork. And I, I really opened up to her and it was really the first time I like all, all of the like three other girlfriends I had up until her, um, like I had to count that one. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know, there's like uh, three, um, yeah, I had three, I had three, even though I'm holding up four in my hand, I had three, um before I met her, uh, I could never really open up to him. And it was the first time I, I opened up and was like, Hey, you know, there, I still have the movie, the, the ticket stub, um, saved. And I showed it to her the other day and she was like, Oh my God, like you still have it. And I was like, yeah, I do. Like I, I kept all that. Um, and I was like, Hey, you know, there's this, uh, there's this movie and I don't know if you'd want to go see it or not, but um, it looks kind of cool. It's called The Wolverine. She goes, oh, my God, I so want to see it. I'm like, what? You do? Like, holy crap. And she's like, it, it, it's not a bad thing. I'm like, no, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we have a we have a connection. And, um, like, our first date, our first date was walking around the mall. And you guys probably don't want to hear this. It's probably boring as hell, but I'm going to say it anyways. Um, because it's my show and I can. Oh, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to be that dick. Like, bad, bad bad little guy you're bad um we we walked walked around the mall and just right off the bat we had a connection oh like just there's something there and we both felt it and no it wasn't in my pants so don't ask that question (laughs) but uh because i know there's gonna be some guy out there or girl oh is in your pants is when she no it wasn't no it it didn't happen then (laughs) like that was way later on down the road. Um, but, um, like my daughter's got a completely different, different timeline in her head for whatever reason, but, um, which you gotta love having a 13 year old. I mean, they, they think they have the world figured out and they don't even begin to know. Um, <laughs> uh, but we had a, we had this like really strong connection. And, uh, so she's like, yeah, I totally want to go see it. Like, I love the Wolverine movies, you know, she called them Wolverine movies, X-Men movies and all that. And I was like, oh, cool. And so we went and seen it and then we talked about it afterwards. And like, we had a deep conversation about it afterwards, which was really weird, really weird. Not in like, oh, like a weird, weird way, but like, I try to do it with all the other girlfriends I had and they're like, yeah, whatever. It's just a movie. And she's like, no, it's, it's this, it's this. There's like this meaning here and this meaning here. And like, we really dissected the movie together and I'm like, wow. And, um, later on we got married and, um, you know, kind of, kind of one and done type deal. Um, of like, this is the only time I'll be married and the only way that we are (laughs) being away from each other, like, um, no longer married is death. Of like that is that is what's gonna happen, um, and every every day you work at it. But um, some days you might love each other a lot less than the other day because the other party, typically me, um, typically me, uh, is 
pretty dumb. <laughs> so, or does something really stupid. So, yeah, I'm like, uh, 100% of that all the time. <laughs> so, there, there is that. But, um, that's awesome because now Captain Marvel's out and I was like, we gotta see it. And, um, it is Stan, unfortunately, Stan Lee's last cameo that he will ever do. Um, with his unfortunate passing and like it was it was um, passed around social media quite a bit before it actually happened of like oh Stanley Stanley died or Stanley dead this and that and you know you'd always be like oh my god like no 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 like every time it happened even though all the other times were false up until the time it actually did happen um it just rocked my world like every time and the wife's like what I'm like no 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 she's like it's fake don't it's fake it's fake it's fake it's fake it's fake um so it it um actually became true and um he actually did pass and I, I caught it and I was like you know again like you know like just devastated right and I'm like please please tell me this is just a sick hoax. And she's like, unfortunately it's not. And I'm like, oh my God, like I was just destroyed. And she's like, wow, like you're, you're taking it hard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you have no idea of like, because of his creations and all this, it, it helped me. Like he helped me. He doesn't know it, but, um, he helped change my life and all of this. And I told her, you know, my dyslexia and all this and how comic books were the first thing I could actually read, that everything wasn't all effed up. And um, it's what they used in therapy um, to help me read normal books and all of this. And um, to this day, it's why I don't read books of like, you know, things still kind of get jumbled sometimes. And I'm like, eh, you know, I kind of kind of stay away from it. And all of this is not that I'm not I'm not smart. Um, I'm actually a pretty smart person, but I'm like, yeah, the whole, and I'm just, and I'm iffy on it and all of this. And sometimes things don't come out right. And all of this, like, you know, reading in public is or reading aloud to somebody is probably one of my top three fears of like, yeah, I know. I just, I know that it's going to go bad at some point. Like I know it. Um, reading Romeo and Juliet, forget it. Uh, my daughter brought that home, and she's like, I'm like, oh, nope, <laughs> nope, can't help you, like, cannot help you, um, but there is, there, you know, there's that, and now the, the wife gets it, and she's like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, no, like, oh, no, like, oh, no, um, but Captain Marvel is, unfortunately, Stan Lee's last cameo, and I'm like, you know, I wonder, you know, I'm curious, that's why I, I really want to go see the film anyways, because there's going to be a lot of final little pieces to the huge, like, 10 to 11 year puzzle that started with the first Iron Man, and, uh, is getting all wrapped up with Endgame, uh, next month, uh, end of April, next month, uh, actually when the podcast turns one year old, <laughs> of, that's when Endgame will be here, and, uh, super, looking forward to it and not looking forward to it all at the same time because I know it's the end of the road for possibly some characters but definitely some actors that are playing those characters um 
and it's going to be interesting to see how they go forward with the characters after the actors that play them now are no longer in those roles. Um, I have no idea. They haven't said exactly who's calling it quits after, except for one, except for Robert Downey Jr. He said that he no longer do Marvel films, that Endgame is his last one. And, I mean, it makes sense. You know, he's he's up there, getting up there in age. I wouldn't say up there, up there in age, but getting up there in age. He's in his, I think, mid-50s now. And it's really hard. Like, when you get older, it's really, really hard to stay in shape or get in shape uh, for a role and keep that shape. And it's just, it's probably too much on him. So, it's not like it's a money thing. Like, he gets paid a metric crap ton to play Iron Man. Um. It's a probably a physical thing of like it's just it's too hard on him anymore. It's too hard to do it and all this and being away from home and blah 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 and travel and just it it gets old. Like it gets old doing the same thing all the damn time. Uh, but as far as anyone else goes, I'm like I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea who's coming back, who's not coming back. Like liter- like literally to play the character some more and who is getting brought back and who's staying dead character wise um in endgame because the snap order of like when people got got snapped got disintegrated by the infinity stones um is different in the movie than it is in the comic books and i was like all right you know they had to change something and i was like that that's what they changed so now i'm like i really have to go see endgame um, it's probably smart that they did that because people were like, oh, okay, I know it's going to happen. I'm not going to go see the next film. Um, I think that's exactly why they did that of like, oh, hey, this person was uh, unsnapped here and got double snapped here, you know, <laughs> like something like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting and just, just a little, little, like a month and a little bit before we get to see that. But um, I did do some digging online which didn't take much it was a google search and a youtube video of stanley's actual cameo and um captain marvel and it really doesn't spoil the movie at all which i was very surprised i was like all right this movie's gonna get spoiled when i figure out his cameo because it's gonna come like during a huge point or something and it happens like pretty close to the beginning of the film um, because when they filmed his cameo and then it was like two, literally like two months almost to the day that after they filmed his cameo that he passed and um, oh, I can't think of his name now not Kevin Smith but Kevin Feige um, said that Stanley was so weak filming that cameo that he was so weak just he was done that he was checking out and they knew it. They knew it was going to be soon. And um, he's like, ah, I got this. I got this. I got this. You know, typical Stanley fashion. Um, and then a couple months after they had filmed it and were still working on the film, they got got the news that he had passed. And, um, you know, everyone everyone had to take heart. Even DC took heart. Um, DC did a, th- did a nice little tribute to him. Which Stan Stan Lee was behind Marvel, like getting Marvel going, and um, 
like Stan Lee is one of Marvel's parents, basically, if you want to look at it that way. And like DC is the other the other child that's not Stan Lee's in the DC and Marvel's always battle, but DC was like, you know, a huge huge tribute to Stan Lee as well. Um, because without him, the industry wouldn't be where it's at. And and DC knows that. Like they're like, you know, it's competition, but at the same time it's like, wow, you know, why we lost a legend. And um so I was very curious, right? I was very curious as to what the uh, cameo was. And I was like, okay, what's the cameo? And it really, like I said, doesn't ruin anything for the movie. Um, and it, it takes place, like we've already seen the trailer of like she's beating up the scroll. That's the little old lady on, on the subway train. It takes place during that, like her on the subway train looking for that scroll, looking for that little old lady. And it's literally, like, spoiler. If you don't want to know this part, spoiler, 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 um, skip around to somewhere after this. Uh, because here we go. Um, it takes place, like, she's looking for the scroll on the train. And I probably should have said that before. I, I should have gave spoiler alert a little bit ago. But um, she walks by him. And you can hear his voice, but you don't see him. And he's holding up a, like... A magazine almost. It looks like a magazine. And it's actually a script for mall rats. And that's very important. That's very, very important. Because the whole the whole movie takes place in the mid-90s. Like, I think that's why it has done so well opening weekend, like, globally. Because it's a lot of people my age. A lot of people that were probably born in the 80s but grew up in the 90s. Uh, that remember the 90s really well. That are going and seeing this film. Because this film is such a time capsule. Um, so about 95, 96, a little movie called Mallrats comes out, right? And Stan Lee's reading this, this script, it's a script for Mallrats, and he keeps saying, trust me, true believer, trust me, true believer. And, um, he, he moves it down and you can see the script for mall it's called it's got mall the mall rats logo on it and it's got kevin you know directed by kevin smith under it which was kevin smith's i believe kevin smith's first film um that he directed uh jay and silent bob he's silent bob and um he's got a a comic book show on a and e as well and um podcast like all this stuff right still still directing movies i love kevin smith's work like complete genius um just like a lot of the low budget tactics he takes is complete genius because everyone's like oh you need this huge budget and he's like yeah you can do it for like a thousand dollars and he, he pulls it off it might be black and white but he pulls it off um you know seeing seeing that i was like wow you know like that that's a huge huge like full full circle thing because it's actually been 24 years since the movie came out the movie came out in 95 um we're 2019 so 24 years and um that was the first that movie was the first cameo that stanley ever did was mall rats and he says you know trust me true that's his that's one of his lines in that cameo is trust me true believer um so for him for him to be sitting there reading that reading a mall rats script and saying over and over, trust me, true believer, as she's looking for the scroll, um, 
brings it full circle. And then I, f- of course, follow Kevin Smith on social media because I'm like a little fanboy. And um, he posted a photo of, you know, just seeing Captain Marvel. And he you could tell he was just, he had the waterworks going. And I was like, what? He goes, he's like that cameo though. And I'm like, well, I know that him and Stan Lee were actually friends in real life. And all of this is like, he, they were kind of kind of close with each other, and uh, which an amazing opportunity there. Like, oh my god, um, I would give a lot of things to have like five minutes with Stanley, um, or Kevin Smith. Like, I I idolize him too. Um, he's like, you know, I knew it was coming. Like Kevin Feige called me, and he goes, "When Kevin Feige calls, you answer that damn phone." Uh, he goes, "I knew it was coming." And he goes. Because he goes, I knew it was something to do with small rats because he asked me how many times does, um, did Stanley, did Stanley get the trust me, true believers in one take or was it multiple takes? And he's like, you know, I, I answered his question and all that. And he goes, okay, cool. You know, you can't tell anyone of like what the cameo is going to be. He's like, but you know, this is, this is it. He goes, so I knew a couple months in advance. He goes, but I didn't know exactly how it was going to be done. And he goes, so for my near and dear friend and, um, you know, a legend, Stan Lee, to hold a piece of my work up and bring it full circle, he goes, it was just incredible. And he's like, you know, you you have no idea. And I was like, it's true. You know, I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm like, it's true. And bawling my eyes out, and my wife's like, like really I'm like you have no idea like no idea of like if Stanley didn't create what he created um I think the world would be a very very worse place I really do and um she's like well, what like what do you mean by that I'm like think about it uh think about how many kids picked up a Spider-Man comic or a um, not Wonder Woman that's DC but <laughs> and get my brains crossed um, a Thor comic or an Iron Man comic or a Hulk comic and read that and are now an engineer or a doctor or, or this or a scientist or, you know, that because they've read that piece of his passion, of his work, um, it propelled them into what they are today. Um, and she's like, I, you know, I never thought about it like that. You know, comic book's just a comic book. I'm like, comic book is so much more than just a comic book. Like, it is so much more than just a comic book. I'm like it's it's a portal to another world, another place. It's a it's a an escape. It's it's this, it's that, it's it's everything. And um she asked me, Is that why you still collect? And I go, That's exactly why I still collect. I'm like, I will never stop collecting comic books. Like comic books, pop figures, like that that's it, that's a wrap. And I'm like, till the day I die. Like that that's when I'll stop. When I die is when I'll stop. And she's like, really? I'm like, yep. And I'm like, I will always be collecting. Uh, so Friday, tomorrow's going to be tomorrow's gonna be a little bit of a rough one, but I want to go see it. I want to go experience it and see how good the film is. I hear amazing things about it. Um, even though the trolls are out there just flaming it, trolls will, trolls will be trolls. Trolls like to troll. Okay, that that's it. Trolls like to troll. Um, I want to go see it. I want to go experience it. I want to... 
you know, see, even though I know how Nick Fury lost his eye, I want to go, I want to go see it and experience it and have fun and get to have some date time with the wife because our schedules get all jumbled up. We don't get a whole lot of time together, but that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you would be so kind to like, share, subscribe, however the podcast thing works, I have no idea, okay? I have no idea how the podcast thing works. I don't know if you subscribe. I don't know if you smash a like button. Like, I don't know. I just, it just magically shows up. Uh, I was like, it's, it's freaking, it's magic. I, it's, I don't know. Um, but uh, if you guys would be so kind as to share this episode, another episode, podcast in general, be like, hey, check this idiot out. This guy's super stupid. Um, he ate all the crayons and his helmet fell off. And now he's looking windows or something, what, what have you. But uh, all jokes aside, thank you guys so much for all the support and continued support and helping this thing grow and hit 4,700 downloads. Um, it is amazing. It is an amazing feeling to check on the podcast every day and see that I have one person that listened to something it doesn't even have to be a whole episode they just listen to something and it means the world so much that means so much in the world to me there we go i got it out yay see screwing up um i look forward to talking to you in the next episode i don't know when that'll be uh i'm very much healing and dealing with my feet issues and vocal cord issues still um very much still a dumpster fire of a person but It is what it is, right, guys? Again, thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to talking to you soon and hopefully have a review, maybe with the wife. It would be nice to get the wife on the podcast finally um, of Captain Marvel, of what we thought about or what I thought about it, this and that, and uh, probably be a crap ton loaded spoilers in there. So um, I will do my best to warn you guys before anything like that comes out. I'd be like, oh, hey, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, But anyways... Uh, Again, thank you guys so much. I'm getting out of here. You've been amazing. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to you listening and talking to you again soon or talking to you, listening to you soon. Like, um, kissing hands, shaking babies, something like that. I don't know. But all right, guys, I'm out of here. Deuces.